Welcome back to King Will's Court. Episode 13 is on its way and I'm looking forward to this one. Um, I've had a busy week for King Will's Court. This is our second podcast in a week, so it should be fun. Um, it's another phone one. It's uh, old King Will's getting used to the phone interviews, phone podcasts. So um, it just gives me more scope to try and cover as many bands in the country as possible. So today we have um, a really cool band from Galway who will be uh, classed as nasty, heavy, groovy metal. And they've had just had the weekend of their lives so far and I think now is the best time to be talking to them. I'm really looking forward to talking to the lads today and we are talking to Black Shook. So enjoy this.
Well, what a fucking track. That was The Hound by my guests today, Black Shook. Um, I'm very, very happy to have the lads on with me today. It would be lovely if we could be sitting down drinking cups of tea together, but your look, we're uh, sipping over the phone here today. Here's my second uh, phone interview, and I'm joined today with Brendan Murphy from Black Shook. Man, how are you today? I'm good, I'm good. How are you getting on? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, again, uh, yesterday was a horrible day. It was it was pissing rain. I couldn't do anything. Today is a lovely day. I still can't do anything, but sure, hey, I'm here podcasting with you, which is even better, so that works for me. <laughs> Listen, um, thanks again. To... It's, it's always nice to be sitting inside on your computer. Oh, yeah, nerd. <laughs> I know. You think I'm, you're a nerd? I have a follow. I'm, I'm, I'm propping all my stuff up with a follow board game at the minute, so... <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so listen, um, yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fucking nerd. That's what I am. <laughs> so, um, talk to me about Black Shook. Uh, tell me who's in the band and what you do, and tell me a little bit about the band. Tell me a bit of background of the band. Well, we kind of. Um... Well, I start with the members. Myself and guitar and vocals. Mm-hmm. Our bassist Thomas Doherty. I know Tom. Ex Nacrunia. That's the one. And uh, Ian Doherty, who was also in Nacrunia for a while. Right. But he's mine. I had him first. But <laughs> <laughs> um, myself and Ian have been playing together for I think it's nigh on fifteen years at this point. Brilliant. We started, I think, at about fifteen, sixteen. Oh. Um, and we just kind of, I don't think of, I've worked with another drummer for any extended period of time. Oh. I've done little, little bits and pieces here and there, but myself and him have been going, we had negative result there for, oh, I'd say nearly 10 years. Well. And um, unfortunately at the end that kind of fell apart. Uh, we we lost a member. He um, he just had, he just had other stuff to do with his time. Yeah. So yeah. he, it happens. Kind of bowed out, and we decided, we decided instead of to keep, instead of trying to keep going and keep, keep going as the four piece and doing what we were doing, we kind of pull the plug and kind of reset and come at it with a different, a diff, at a different kind of an angle with, um, with just as a three piece. Yeah. Kind of, you know, kind of strip things down a small bit, and um, just see what, kind of just see what it did knock loose and. We're all fairly happy with what it's going so far. Our, our, the bassist Steve from Negative Result was with us for a while, but he had to bow it as well. He had his own commitments. He's a he's a tattoo artist now, okay. and he just didn't have the he didn't have the time okay. while we were while we were going to to go at it kind of as hard and as much as we wanted to. Yeah. So he bowed out, and then we got in Thomas Ian's brother, and like I said, the the bassist for Nacrunia. Yeah, a beast of a bass player as well, by the way. Oh, unbelievable! Absolutely, he's just—he's—he's he's on another level altogether. And a sexy beard to boot as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of the, that's part of the bass tone right there. Absolutely, come here. Is he still playing barefoot? Yeah. Is he still playing barefoot? Sorry. Say again, sorry. I couldn't... Sorry, is he still playing barefoot? Yeah. No, 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 not not with us. <laughs> that's 
That's a pity. That should should have got the keep should have keep gotten him to wear the kilt and <laughs> I shit. I gotta stop for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We we were tempted for the last because I have a kilt as well, but um, we decided we'd we try and we <laughs> we didn't decide anything. We just kind of went with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of that's our story so far. Like we're going to be going maybe two years and we've our Great. EP recorded we did we did keep a couple of songs from the previous band ones that we we one that we had recorded Red it's on the, the EP right um, funny enough I was only listening I was only listening to that be- solo in there that doesn't get done anymore oh really I was only listening to it before, before we came on actually it's a cool track oh cool, thank you yeah it's a cool track um yeah, there's a little there's a little guitar solo in there that doesn't get played anymore because we're only a three piece and it it sounded a bit ridiculous for the guitar to drop out for a little solo there, but <laughs> we think it works works well still without it. And yeah. we have we have kind of rearranged a few bits to to make it suit the three piece a small better. Small sure. bit better, but um Yeah, and, and one other song called Resurrection, which we have retooled slightly as well to to fit in with the three piece, but we think we think it's going fairly well. And can um, we, uh, well, would would you re-record those songs? Maybe we might do down the line. Um, we do have a lot of newer stuff that we're very very eager to get recorded. We have four tracks that we've picked out for the next EP, brilliant. which hopefully we'll have finished by early next year. But we seem to get roadblocks thrown up <laughs> every time we try. What's your look? Do you? Do, do, uh, do, I'm sure the the road the roadblocks are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and even I though the silliest one, we we're we're doing a bit of a DIY um, guitars and bass. We're going to try and do DIY. I had the entire EP recorded from start to finish, good to go. Uh, the guitar tracks, and then my goddamn cat walked across the keyboard and cleaned everything. No way! Fuck! <laughs> oh fuck's sake! <laughs> oh little. Bastards. Cats are evil. I fucking hate cats. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was assured that he didn't mean it. <laughs> oh yeah. I know he meant it. Oh, they always do. They, the look they give you. Oh, they're horrible. <laughs> um, so listen, give me give me um a bit of background on the name Black Shook because it's a great name, you know. Well, well, it's it's based on um kind of English folklore. Yeah. Um, it it is uh, a black dog that is seen as a bad omen, uh, an omen for death, and there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of conflicting descriptions of it. People people say they've seen it. Some people say it just looks like a very big black dog. Some people say it's a cyclops dog. Some people say it's 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 nearly werewolf like. Mm. But um, we kind of. We kind of split the difference on the other. If you can see on our on our EP cover, yeah. we have it's it's a dog with two eyes, but one of them actually scared over. <laughs> <laughs> we went we went full cheese with that one. We kind of we had to <laughs> hold ourselves back, or it'd end up looking like a I don't know I don't know what it could have very easily be turned into one of those you know eighties oh god 80s yeah power metal album. <laughs> yeah. No, it looks good. It looks good. It, keeps, it looks it looks good the way it is. But you know what I was gonna say? To you? I was gonna say, um, I I used not named after a darkness song. Isn't there a darkness song named Black Shook? <laughs> there, 
that was that was kind of the recurring joke at, at Bloodstock actually that uh, one fella said that if, if he turns up and we don't play a darkness cover he's going to be very very upset <laughs> even the <laughs> even the opening licks of a fucking a darkness song would have been funny <laughs> yeah I just I can't sing that high oh, thankfully it wouldn't suit your music whatsoever but thankfully <laughs> I might manage it with the pliers or something, but you know, oh, I'd rather not go down there. No, no, I can't imagine that <laughs> would be nice. Um, <laughs> so um, that's cool. Yeah, um, tell me. Um, I was not funny enough. The band who I was um, podcasting with Thieves yesterday ordered three piece as well, and I was saying, who do you have any? Who's your favorite kind of three piece power trio band that you know of? Can you think one? That's a that's a, a difficult one. So no, I do. I I know a lot of bands that are, you know, guitar, bass, drums, vocals, but yeah. the three pieces. And the ones that spring to mind are probably Primus. I wouldn't be a huge Primus fan. I do yeah. very much like them, but they wouldn't be a big influence on me. I'm trying to think what other ones. What other ones we got? Motorhead were a three piece. Maybe. Motorhead a three piece at one point. They were, yes. There you they go. Were. I could never get that straight in my head because I'm almost certain they had rhythm guitarist and lead guitarist. Yeah, but yeah. But I've seen plenty of videos of them as a three-piece. Yeah, I think the last lineup, would be... the last lineup was a three-piece before he went, so. Yeah. And I suppose Snowblind as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. That's <laughs> top of the class. Only recently saw them lately. Good, good God, every time I see them, they're better. They're amazing. They're absolutely. And the label don't count anymore. No, no, they're 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 disqualified now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 out of the group. Do you hear me? <laughs> oh, Snowblind are fucking amazing. I, I love them. To, I love them to bits as well. Like. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I don't know what I was. I they're, don't know what you Myself and um, myself and Dan from my band and Dave, who used to be our bass player, we were when Two Tails initially split up. We were working with Jake and uh, Sean. On some new material for a while, and it was sounding very interesting. But okay. Yeah, it's it's it's, an, it's something that could have been, but sure, we, two tails we all got it back together quick enough. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it may be somewhere down the too. somewhere down the line. I'm, I'll work with Jake and I, I actually I said it to the lads. I'd love to work with them in some capacity, as like snowblind in some capacity. But sure, the the offer's there, boys. If he's ever want. Now your your vocals and their kind of their odd proggy classic rock type thing. It'd yeah, be, that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be something I definitely be interested in listening to. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. You know, was, there was the method. There is method behind that madness there somewhere. You know. <laughs> so um, give us an idea of your kind of influences that shaped the sound of Black Shook. Um, if you if you can speak for the lads, I don't know, but um, if you can, great. If you can't, just give me what you what you've got going on. You know. Yeah. Well, well, from my own personal um, influences would be very much Pantera, Pantera, Machine Head, Lamb of God, and a bit of Metallica as well. I suppose okay. you wouldn't really hear that much at that end. Of no, it. no. But uh, but they'd be the, the main ones. I do like kind of heavy, groovy, and very dynamic sounding stuff. I don't like. Not that I don't like thrash metal, but I, I, I hear a lot of thrash metal. It's kind of the same thing, yeah. same tempo, same intensity from start to finish. And, you know, you turn everything up to 11, nothing stands out. There's no, 
there's no variation. You get no point of reference for why something should sound fast or why should, something should sound heavy. Yeah. But um, I suppose Thomas, I know one of Thomas's biggest influences, Mastodon. Oh, yeah, deadly. And Mastodon, and he, and he listens to, he listens to probably the most, the most diverse styles of music than, than any of us really. He, he'll give just about anything a chance. Um, anything from like Mongolian folk music to black metal and Brilliant. death metal and jazz and anything anything with a decent bassist he will be all over yeah. so he kind of he has a very very wide ranging taste and again with, with Ian now his, his biggest influence as a drummer would probably be and I know there's so many drummers that are listening to this that are just going to slap their foreheads and go, why? Don't say Lars Ulrich. Lars Ulrich. I knew it. And, um, <laughs> Lars Ulrich, I knew it. <laughs> but, I mean, just the way he plays, he's, he's, got a, he's got an interesting interesting take on how to do things. It's not, it's not, he doesn't get too formulaic and he hits like an absolute train. Yeah. <laughs> Deadly. But here, listen. In fairness, in fairness, man. In, in fairness, yeah. Lars Ulrich in his day was fucking brilliant. Like in fairness. Oh yeah, I mean, go back and listen to, to Master Puppets and Injustice for All. I know he's not, he's not quite up to snuff now, but no. he's still. I mean, I know, I know, being in your being in your fifties isn't a isn't an excuse. No. <laughs> it's it's no, it's not. When you have people like, what you call him? Um, Dave Lombardo. Gene. Dave Lombardo, Gene Hoagland, Mike Portnoy. Yeah. I think I but but I think he's not he's not what he used to be, but he is still a you know, he still did it. He still did it back in the day and he's creative as well. Yeah. Not too bogged down with, with fundamentals, which I I mean you know, you can you can you can take that with a pinch of salt really. Yeah. Um if you're missing that kind of stuff it can it can affect the way you play, but which I think for for Ian it'll be Lars Ulrich and Joey Jordanson will be his two. But the other, the flip side of the coin. <laughs> yeah, I should, but they're good. Yeah, him, him for him, Metallica. You want, sorry? Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just saying, um, they're they're two really good influences. In fairness, like you know, Jordanson, you can't go wrong with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Those were kind of his his big things growing up when he started playing music was Slipknot and Metallica. And uh, would you like Slipknot? I wouldn't be the hugest Slipknot fan. I like a couple of songs off each album and I tend to find that they're the ones that Slipknot fans don't like. Yeah, yeah. The likes of... Um, oh, I actually, I actually quite enjoyed All Hope Is Gone as an album as a whole and I have been told... In no uncertain terms that I'm a complete moron for like. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! <laughs> but, but I, I mean, you know, everybody likes their own thing. There's a lot of Slipknot stuff I just don't get. Yeah, yeah. And that's just, I mean that's just me. I mean I, I I feel like there's a lot of unnecessary stuff going on in the background. I <laughs> like things my st- myself. I like them kind of streamlined. Yeah. I don't have. I don't have a lot of space for subtlety. There's no subtlety in the music that I write. <laughs> Good. So just you know, it, 
it, it can be it can be fine. That being said, I'm a huge Devon Townsend fan, so maybe I'm oh, just talking right. out of my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that, that that's a big difference there now. In fairness, Devon Townsend, you know, that's a whole different ballgame altogether. Like. Yeah, but he's got. I mean, some of the albums he's done, he's a couple of hundred different tracks of orchestra and vocals, and I know I've always found with him, everything that he does is done not the way I would do it, <laughs> and nor- normally a way that I would find like irritating but I just like everything that he does yeah uh, he, that, that near everything that he's done I'm just like oh this man's a genius well he is he's a he is a modern genius he really is and he can he can turn his hand to any type of fucking music and it sounds amazing in fairness like yeah but I still I still go back to strapping young lad though that's where I'm at with him as well though I still love strapping young lad you know yeah I did very much like his um the Devon Townsend project the four albums he brought out, well, five albums he brought out. Oh, but yeah. um, Epic Epic Cloud is probably one of my favorite things he's done. Mm, yeah, very a... very good. Nice mix between heavy and melodic. Mm, and when he when he does epic, he does a fucking really epic, doesn't he? Oh, huge, <laughs> insane, absolutely, just completely completely over the top. <laughs> yeah, but look, as I said, he gets away with it because he's Devon Townsend, you know. Yeah, he's earned it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, so that's a nice mix to make that that that, that pr- crushing sound that you guys deliver. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's <laughs> that sounded really but, cheesy. But thank you. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, I love it. It's fucking class. And uh, but come here, listen. Um, what was I gonna say? So you're going away what two years? About that, it's kind of it's kind of hard to um to pin down the the specific start point because like I said we were we were in another band we never stopped mm. jamming together and we never stopped there was never a clear end point we just decided one day you know maybe we should maybe we should pull the plug in this and start something else and yeah by the time we had the next gig lined up we had the new name and <laughs> that was it really we never never really set set a what you call it set a um, um an end point or a start point for either project they just kind of happened yeah yeah as all the, as all the best projects do I think absolutely <laughs> unplanned is always best <laughs> I was only thinking there, there must be something in the fucking water in Galway what the fuck's going on with your scene down there I honestly I don't know um, it seems to be it's I mean the Tenton Slug Lads have just exploded skyrocketed yeah and, yeah, just left a stream of slime everywhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And they're they're just I mean, they work so hard. Yeah. So unbelievably hard. They don't do they don't do anything by half and no. they just you know, consistent hard work and damn damn good music. Good yeah. music, good show. I mean, I think um just, oh, there's, and, there's, there's possibly only possibly them and Dead Label are the hardest working bands in the country like without a shadow of a doubt like oh definitely definitely yeah and it's working for them it's 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 working out for them it's they're they're you know they're making waves I know Dead Label just recently opened for Gojira Gojira and, yeah that was great and Ginger and the the shows in Metal Days and you know it's all it's it's working out for them it's it's paying off yeah and they put they put the groundwork in as well, so you know. And same yeah. with the same no, with I, Slug. I've, I've, I mean, I, as you know, I've worked with Slug 
on that level. And Jesus Christ, their like their work ethic is fucking on. It's phenomenal, like especially Sean. Yeah. I have like I have to put tip me hat to Sean. Sean's the fucking man. Like he just he's he's, rela- always, he's relentless. Always. Yeah, he's always got that that hat on. He's always thinking. He's always working. Yeah. He can be sitting there talking to you about something, but you can kind of see the wheels turn. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I always think two steps ahead for my band. He thinks four steps ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he, I'll, he's to be commended for it. Absolutely. And long may this, the, the sliming continue. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But come here, listen, what are, give me another, yeah, there truly there's other little nuggets in Galway that, that you, you can give me a few shout outs for. Well, there's um, a younger fellas now called Peasant to a King. They're not te- technically going, but um, I just got a I got a chance to listen to their EP today, actually for the first time properly. Cool. And holy crap, it is heavy. It's kind of along that that kind of um, bring me the rising old, bring me the rising kind of uh, a vibe. All right. Really, really heavy, and it's got a little bit of a um, little bit of you know synthy backing tracks, but it's jaw. Oh. Like I said, first time I know the lads, and I've seen them live a couple times. The first chance to get the list of the 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 EP properly, it's very, very good. Yeah. And organ blender as well. Oh fucking the, hell! Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> the old school death metal band. They're just they're deadly. Seen them, seen them a couple of times and. Your man's guitar work. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. How he does that. I mean, I have a hard enough time playing the relatively simple riffs, I think, and doing vocals, but I don't know how he does it at all. <laughs> he's, playing, he's playing stuff I'd struggle with sitting down after warming up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, then he, he they released a little teaser of one song they're working on there a few weeks ago, and it's so... The groove is just fucking yeah. unbelievable. I'm like, yeah, I want more of this. For fuck's sakes, lads, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm expecting I'm expecting to see big things from them. Yeah. Fairly soon. Anyone else? I need to think. I'm probably gonna get a text message, you know what? <laughs> or after this goes out there. Why didn't you talk about us, you bollocks? <laughs> yeah. Well uh, let's let's put a disclaimer out oh, there. Yes, yes. Who who Yeah yeah. And um, there's a, a punk band, um, Psychotic Outsider. Okay. Uh, we we played with them. They're they're an odd mix of kind of hardcore punk and metal. Okay. And they they have a female vocalist in that kind of Angela Gossow kind of vibe. She's she's very good at it. I don't know how she does it. I'd be I'd be roared horse after about five minutes. <laughs> but um, very 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 cool. Very interesting kind of a a mix. If you if you get a chance to check them out and you like a bit of um. Metal tinged punk. Yeah. Psychotic outsider. I'll check them. I'm not writing the name down actually there. So. Mm-hmm, yeah. Give them a look and see their their sound lads as well. I, I've known them for a little while. Cool. I played with them down in Limerick a couple uh, a couple of weeks back before the um, before we headed overseas. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so um, cool. Yeah. So there's. As I always say, the, the the Irish metal scene at the minute is fucking phenomenal. You know, it's it's amazing, and it's not only it's not only Dublin, Belfast anymore. It's you know, it's Cork, Galway, Limerick, 
everywhere. Like, and we're, yeah. I think we're slowly, we're slowly waking up the other counties to show that it's it can be done not just in fucking Dublin but everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I still, I mean, I think it's not that the internet hasn't been around for what's it, nearly twenty five years, thirty mm. years at this point. But there's there's a lot more people getting to use it more effectively now because I do remember, say ten twelve years ago, hearing bands from you know from almost nowhere that you know I, I barely remember the name of the town they're from yeah. that were really really good but they didn't have not that they didn't have the access but the access wasn't as easily used as it is now yeah so of course they were kind of they kind of fell through the cracks and. A very, very, very good bands just didn't didn't have the platform to get out there like they would nowadays. Yeah. Whereas, whereas now with stuff like I mean, Metal of the Masses, and Metal of the Masses, and with with there's a lot more podcasts and you know Facebook pages and stuff like that popping up. It's it's a lot. Not that it's easier to get publicity, but it's it's you can get your name out there a bit, yeah. a bit handier and get noticed. Yeah, music okay. is music is it's easier to uh, listen to me, uh, more music, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like uh, there would have been there would have been a kind of culture back in the day of oh these these lads are from Mayo, why would I listen to them? Yeah, it's not like that anymore. They're, they're, it shouldn't be like that no, anymore, you know. No, when you're hearing stuff like like the head fuzzy coming to Limerick or Zephyr. Yeah. Really, fuzz. really cool stuff that probably ten years ago wouldn't have gotten the chance it deserved, but now it doesn't seem to matter where you're coming from. You can just, you know, find a promoter, get yourself a gig. Yeah. I mean, and, and as well as that, there's more people showing up to gigs than there has been. Absolutely. You know, over the last over the last decade. I mean, I do remember again back to the metal of the masses. I remember playing those years ago to maybe fifteen people. Well, wow. I would say ten of them were in other bands. <laughs> Whereas now you're getting. You know, we're getting a full house nearly. All yeah. the hits that we did, there was tons of people in there. Uh, that's, it, that's, I mean, whether regardless whether or not you get through, that's still, you know, two, three hundred people that are going to hear you that wouldn't hear you otherwise. Yeah, it's a great format. Kind of, it's fucking fantastic. Like, yeah, that's that's where the that's where the real value of it comes for everybody. I mean, I know it's a pain when 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 you don't. Don't win. Just, that, that doesn't really sound right, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's, you mean, uh, though. I know what you it's mean. It's still well worth doing. It's still well, well worth doing. Well, it's like they uh, don't they say when you do it. It's the worst you can get is like one one really good gig or three really good gigs over. Like when you think about it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's. I think it's just like I mean. Let's segue now into uh, uh metal to the masses now. Anyway, while we're at it, actually. <laughs> Yes, um, your exp- like just give me your experience of this year's competition. First, first gig that we did, um, we felt it went went fairly well. Um, the judges agreed. Obviously, we got through to the um, the semis, and at the semis, we got the judges vote again. We were we were just we were kind of <laughs> flying high by that. By that point, yeah. So I was like, if if nothing else, we get to play in the final. We <clears throat> get to play for Simon Hall. We, we will put on like we thought, regardless whether or not we get through. We don't know Simon Hall's taste, so 
whether or not we get through, if we did a good job and we impressed anybody in there at all, we were happy out. Yeah. And then we got there, played our slot in the final. We were happy with what we did. Whatever was going, that was that much there was a victory for us, no matter what happened afterwards. And then as soon as ASEC stepped up and started playing, we're like, fuck. Balls. Right, that's <laughs> it. We're done. There's, that's all. All hope is gone. They came in and they absolutely destroyed the place. Yeah. It oh. was. It was just. It was insane. And then Simon Hall came out. Came up at the end of the show and announced that. Um, announced that there'd be a slot going for the the Eggermeister stage. And this little tiny little flicker of light came up. The three of us <laughs> standing there looking back over at each other, going, "Oh God, this is it. Is it? Is it? This is it? Is it?" Oh, we could be talking about somebody else, but wait, wait, wait. And then, um, and then he said that 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 we would be playing the Jägermeister stage, and I lost my mind. <laughs> I was bouncing around like a like a a four year old child hop up in Fanta. It was just, I I know I was giddy. I was properly giddy for about two days. <laughs> but and rightly so. But I mean, it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal to to get. To play even on the Jaeger stage is a big deal, you know what I mean? Uh, to play in that final is a big mm, deal. Yeah, and big. it's yeah, the whole the whole lot through. Like we 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 were just we were really happy with everything that was coming up, and we were kind of then 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 when we got when we got the, the started getting emails about it, I there was nights I didn't bloody sleep. I was thinking <laughs> too much. Brilliant. <laughs> Oh, staring at the ceiling till four in the morning, going, "What if we screw it up, though? What if we make a ball of it?" Ah, you never. I but, mean, uh, that I have to be honest. That was a. I was at the final, and uh, that was a fucking tough final. That was a tough final. I think every band, was. well, first of all, every band deserved to be there, and every band could have could have won it. In fairness, like you know, but um, I, like like I think nights like that for me, I'm proud to be. Involved in Irish metal, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I think so. And I think Simon Hall, he loves. I mean, Jesus proves in the pudding what there was seven Irish metal bands over there the last weekend, and mm. um, which we'll which yeah. we'll which we'll talk about in 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 great detail in a bit. But um, <laughs> it's you know it, it's just fantastic. Um, and like I always say, Troy give Simon Hall the hardest decision he has to make, and then he'll he'll have to pick maybe two bands. You know what I mean? <laughs> Or maybe yeah. you know, or whatever. Like so, like I mean, fair fucks. Is um, yeah, as I say, is all every band knocked it out of the park that night, and I'm glad I didn't have to pick a band. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but when it comes to, when it came down to a sect, really did fucking do they, they delivered? Yeah, they were, you know, they were definitely the the standouts. There was there was no doubt in any of our minds coming through it. Yeah, I even said to them when they when they came off stage, it's like well. Have fun over there. <laughs> <laughs> you see, um, they. I think the the change with bringing in Tony, uh, up front. He's a. F- I know Tony a long time. Tony's a fucking animal musician, oh, and an animal frontman, and an animal and and an amazing person. So, uh, to see them when I saw them, him taking over uh, from Mark, I was like, like Mark's a really fucking good frontman and. To bring it like you're you're gonna replace him with him. I was like, okay, here we go. That's real deal right there. Like you know. Yeah, that's that's it. He's he's himself. He's such a good performer mm. and such a good vocalist. Oh, he's that's... just got such power in him. He's oh, he's 
I, I, I kind of, I wish I was able to do what he does. <laughs> but, but I just have to, I just have to, you know, settle for my own wailing. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, my man. There's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> it's amazing. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Um. So, uh, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a great time for Irish metal. There's a lot of really really top-notch bands coming out at the mm. minute and even like lighting a fire under a lot of our old ba- asses bands you know what i mean which is great mm. like yeah. it keeps like i think it's it's, come on. it's brilliant it's brilliant to see stuff like like the success the dead label and slugger having yeah and and now what what a sector going to go on to do it's just great for for Fellas like myself, fellas in, in bands that we've been going for a while and we're we're doing our we're doing our bit and the younger fellas well to see that not that it's not that it's easy, but it's doable. Yeah. You just need to put your head down and put the work in. Like I know I know like the lads, the the young fellas that were in the final four off. Oh what about they're fucking deadly. They were they were they came out of nowhere. Yeah. I'd never heard them before. Mm. I remember going out to them after after the the first heat that they played, it's like, where in the fuck did you lads come from? <laughs> and now they're they're they've done a few tours over in England and they're they're doing well. Like they're yeah. they're gonna they're gonna keep keep grinding away. And a lot of people think that you know you get in, you you play your couple of songs, and then one of your music videos go viral, and then you're famous all of a sudden. That's that's generally not how it works. No. You have to. It's work. It's, it's... work. 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 That's yeah. that's all you can do. Yeah, you have to. Uh... You can't have an, uh, too many distractions, unfortunately. Like, uh, you know, you know, you need to be able to be able. Uh, if you don't have a family, it's even better. If you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, and I always say to the to the younger lads, like, do it. Do it now, even if you're if, like, who are the fellas from um, from Cork? God alone. God alone. Yeah, they're they're um, they're very young. I know one of them was they, they they couldn't do a tour because they had to do their leaving. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, fuck's sake. But but that's it. Now they have they have their their groundwork done, and when they have all of their obstacles out of the way, just go for it. Yeah. Go and, for it and do whatever you need to for for a couple of months or a couple of years, and see where you end up. See where yeah. you end up, and see where you can go from there. And and their name is around the country now as well, which is great. And I think any of us. Or all of us should fucking. I mean, bands like that, bands like Four Not. Let's all give them the support they need because it's 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 their it's a, it's a, it's their own scene that should be helping them. You know what I mean? Exactly, and it has the the metal scene has gotten a lot more positive. Yeah. For especially for younger acts like that, I do remember back in the day where I I I remember being fifteen, sixteen, playing odd gigs here and there, and getting slagged by the older crowd because we weren't playing Slayer like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but that doesn't happen anymore. Those 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 kind of lads, they've either they've either grown up a small bit, or they've just stopped. Yeah, you know, stopped interjecting, stopped giving their opinion because enough of people have told them to, you know, keep quiet or piss yeah. off. Well, it's it is, I mean, it's a lot more positive, it's a lot more supportive. You've got the likes of me now, who's the old guard now, who's trying to you know look after everybody. You know what I mean? And <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. my you band's part of the old crowd now, you know, so like we're looking after everybody. 
that's it because because they're they're the next wave of our scene, and you want to encourage them to take care of it rather than not wanting them to have anything to do with it. And then you know you don't want to be the last of your kind. Like no, absolutely not. <laughs> Nobody wants that. No way. No way. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, Metal to the Masses was a roaring success. Yes, we were we were very happy with that with how that how that all went. Which then led and you to Bloodstock. Yes. Yeah. Did you did you it's um not... did you play any gigs coming up to Bloodstock over in the UK or uh, tell us about your story for Bloodstock? Well, that uh, we were we were we we hoped to kind of maybe do something over there, but circumstances kind of prevented that. Where where currently our our drummer is expecting. Um, kids at the moment ah, lovely lovely yeah so the the due date was very very soon to the festival so we were actually kind of bricking it a small bit we <laughs> didn't know if he'd be able to play yeah. or if you'd have to have to cut and run oh. because i mean there was there was there was no way we were going to keep him there if you know if he had to go he had to go of we course. actually tried to get a few backup drummers but it just never worked out and yeah. it was a very stressful week coming up to the coming up to the festival because we were we were just you know we thought what's going to happen if we if we can't play what if if Ian can't go we can't play yeah so what are we going to do at that we just thought it'd be the worst. but it all worked out very well thankfully and, yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, we, we like I said, we couldn't get couldn't get other gigs coming up coming up to it. We did play a few gigs in Ireland leading up to it. Um Limerick and where was the other one? In my brain my brain is just a it's just a wash of gigs at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and most of them aren't even my own ones. <laughs> um, I can't remember what the other ones. But we did have a, a couple Yeah leading up the the Messi United Worldwide in Cork and that nothing you nothing you'd consider a tour, but yeah, yeah, a few a few warm up gigs to keep us to keep us on our toes, deadly, and then just practic- practicing as much as we could up until the up until the date. And uh, what what did you think of the whole experience over in Bloodstock itself? Well, I mean, it is. It's probably one of the best weekends I remember having. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just as soon as we got there, we walking through the campsites and chatting to random people. You kind of, we ended up with three or four different groups that we could kind of just, you know, walk over and chat to. We'd made friends with at the time, and we we went around. We were giving out CDs and telling people about the show and partying with people here and there. So it was, it was, it was very, very good, very good um, experience overall. Deadly. And I mean, everybody's so friendly and. Willing to help you out with just about anything, and I, I think as as a festival ent- entirely, it's very a very well organised event. It's not too big, it's not too small. The campsites aren't a million miles away from the arena, and, and you know they thought of everything. There was phone charging stations, and I think my favourite thing about the whole the whole weekend was the food and the drink was not ridiculously overpriced. No, it's quite reasonable. Yeah. Like that week. I mean, I've seen some place where you're paying seven pint, seven pounds for a pint. That's nah. ridiculous. Fuck that. But they were, they were five. You pay five for a pint of whatever beer you want, in and around that. So it wasn't, it wasn't 
ridiculous. Like it was fairly fairly reasonable considering what Doable. it was. Considering yeah. what it was. And um, I suppose we should we should get to the crux of the matter, should we? <laughs> Go on. Go on. What happened? <laughs> so <laughs> Oh so yeah, we were we were due to play we were actually due to headline the the Jägermeister tent on Saturday night. But due due to various different things, as I understand it, um, the wind became a problem on the the main stage. So they had to shut the main stage down and they had to reschedule uh, Cradle of Filth to Sunday. Oh, wow. And they were worried about the Jaeger tent as well because it is it was really a big tent, big tent being strapped to the ground yeah. and, down, and they, were, they were worried that the wind had taken it because the wind had actually previously taken a different tent and had taken the... Um, one of the bars take the roof oh, off that why? and um, they were worried that that would happen so they cancelled the Eager stage for the rest of the Saturday so things being the way they were we weren't going to play fuck but um, another band um, I believe Generation Kill had to cancel okay um, I think I think there was an issue with their transport um, due to the due to the weather so I get a text message from John from Tent and Slug telling me to get to the PR tent. And yeah. because the coverage was so terrible, I got three or four at the same time. Huh. Um, and I got one from um, Oren from Overdrive. Yeah. Get, get to the PR tent ASAP. We need you here now. And um, we got in there. And then Simon, Simon Hall came over and said, bad luck, lads, you're not playing the Jägermeister stage this evening. But you are playing the Sophie tent. Now go oh, get your gear. Deadly. <laughs> So we, we got bumped up from the Jägermeister tent to the um, the Sophie Lancaster stage, and I swear I I I just started shaking. <laughs> I was so nervous. We ran off. We ran off and we grabbed our gear. We got everything backstage, and we were standing out there, looking out at the crowd playing for the the previous band, yeah. and we just thought, how. How are we going to do this? <laughs> it's the biggest, the biggest crowd I've ever seen. <laughs> it was, oh, it was, it was, it was just completely surreal. And uh, the crew there, the crew there were brilliant. They yeah. were, they were just, they were so professional and encouraging. They were just like, I know you got to just, just pretend they're not there. It's fine, it's fine. It's <laughs> nothing. You just, just play like you usually play. They're not there at all. And then we were, we were setting up and. Oh, I turned my back for two minutes, and my entire rig was set up on the stage. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> I, I'm so used to I'm so used to doing all that kind of stuff myself. Yeah. I was kind of taken aback by how quickly it was done and how well it was done. Savage. And then we went out and we did a little sound check, and and once the noise started, a few people started to come in, and then boy, you know, the lights the lights go up, and all of a sudden the whole place is full. Yeah, it was jammers, wasn't it? Fuck's sake! Oh, packed. Excellent. And and we just went out and we did our thing. We tried to have a bit of a laugh with them. And um, they actually started a robo for one of the songs. <laughs> Everybody in the pit sat down and started rowing. I couldn't finish the line. We were halfway through the chorus and I just started gigging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just, it's, it was such a surreal experience to oh. go from expecting to play to maybe 100, 150 to end up playing to maybe two, two and a half thousand. Yeah, that's oh, fantastic. And, and for them to get into it as well, for like cheering and chanting and 
the rowboat and the fella in the dinosaur suit dancing. <laughs> it was just, oh, it was just brilliant. Yeah, that, <laughs> it made it made it uh, uh, an already special moment even more special for you. The whole the whole thing, yeah. brilliant. And even everything, I mean, everything leading up to it, <clears throat> the um, the worries about not playing and the, the time it took us to get over and, you know, the chance to not be playing at all. And then it all just, everything seemed to line up so well. And we got this brilliant, brilliant slot on the second stage of a huge festival. Yeah. And, oh. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's, yeah, I know. I, I, when I was looking, I, of course, I was looking at all the updates over the weekend on Facebook and on. I'm like, what the fuck? Deadly. Fucking, it was just one of the best things I've seen in ages, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, and all the and all the Tenton Slug lads were, were, they were coming over, they were helping us out. They actually brought our gear over for us. They Lovely. drove over, so. Lovely. I mean, without them, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have happened at all. And, they were just so supportive and just like, you got this, just go and do your thing. You've got yeah. this. And, and then we came off and they were just like, Oh my God, that was, that was brilliant. I was like, you, you guys are, <laughs> you guys are fair too nice. <laughs> Even Ronan, Ronan didn't know what was happening. Ronan, the, the singer for Slug, didn't know what was happening. He said he was walking past the tent and he heard the intro to one of our songs. And he <laughs> thought, what the fuck is this? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and then I remember I saw him in the pit and I turned around and looked side stage and I saw Sean there Sean standing right right at the side of the stage yeah. then I turned back around again and then Sean just appeared in the middle of the pit <laughs> brilliant oh but I oh yeah no just one of the one of the best experiences of any gig that we've we've ever done and uh, and, and by all accounts you did us fucking proud you really did so good I, I certainly I certainly hope so Look, as I said to you, I mean, all the bands that go over there do us proud because they're fucking going over there. They're going out of the like you have to like. Well, I was like, remember, like none of our bands are getting paid to do this. Do you know what I mean? We're doing it because we want to, and we love our music so fucking much. So I, I appreciate any band that goes over to do anything like that, and does and you know and represents our country. You know what I mean? So and our little scene. So of course, and to hear. The little Cinderella story like that is even better. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it's for just, just it, yeah, just keep the momentum going there, man. As I said, you know, and you'll you'll yeah, that's yeah. that's the plan. We've we've a few things. Uh, unfortunately, with the situation the way it is, we're going to be slowing down a tiny bit. But yeah. we're gonna we're gonna keep working in the background. We're gonna keep working on the new EP, and I'm gonna keep the damn cat out of the room as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, keep, but we're gonna keep working on, on new stuff and. Probably a bit more merch, and you know, we—you we, never know—we might get something, a couple of a couple of gigs going between now and next year. But I wouldn't count on it. No, no, but, not you know, It's always nice to dream, but we'll yeah. we'll we'll just we'll just have to see how it goes. And yeah. we have we have plans for we have plans for next year, and if they all come together, it'll be a pretty big year for us. Brilliant, brilliant. So, so we'll keep we'll keep tipping away at that, and. It's just it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of hard to plan. It's hard for me to plan that that far ahead, and yeah. it really shouldn't be. I should I should be that far ahead already. I should have it all all locked in, booked up. But sure, look, but, everyone's different, and everyone does things their own way. And you know, if you're comfortable doing it that way, then stuff will happen. You know, if it's meant to happen, it'll happen. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. There's only, there's only so far you can get on lucky breaks, though. Well, true. This is true. <laughs> But look, 
I mean, you proved yourself now. You know what I mean? So, in that sense, that you're able to roll with the punches and fucking deliver. So, that goes a long way as well. So. I do, I do, I do hope so, and I hope we have gotten a lot of very positive feedback from people there on the night. We were, we we're kind of bumming around in the VIP area, and we had people coming up asking for photographs and just shaking hands and saying good show and Deadly. showing off the showing off the couple of bits of merch they bought. Deadly, that's so cool. It was good. It's a, it was a very it was a very positive experience overall. I was kind of a small bit terrified going up that we wouldn't be able to, you know, we wouldn't be able to. to you know, put it out of the bag, as yeah. well as other bands did. But by all accounts, we managed to do that at the very least. You know what? You know what, man? I have to say, Irish bands are very fucking tenacious. They're they're full of fucking grit. You know what I mean? And because like that, we have to fucking fight for everything. We have to earn everything we get. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, like yeah, that, yeah. I always that's what I'm saying to you. Like I hear you are playing the selfie stage. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna fucking nail it. You know, I I'd have no doubt in my mind that you any of the bands would nail any gig, you know what I mean? And that's, it's just the belief I have in, 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 in their saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, it is, we do, we do have a, a I think, well, now, I've thought this for a while, and it is probably more because I know them than anything else, but the, 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 the unsigned bands in Ireland are, I could pick 10 off the top of my hat that if, if they had started in another country, they'd be, Big international tour next mm. at the moment. Do it. Go on. Like do it so. for a laugh. Go on. Do it, pick a few. Uh, Don't do ten. So. Don't do ten. Do a couple. A couple. Well, Asect most certainly. Absolutely. Had they started, had they started off in America, they would be <laughs> mega. They'd be writing their own check at the moment. Yeah. Same with this place. Hell, this place. Hell, oh. are one of my absolute favorite Irish bands. I love They're them. They're just I... so <laughs> tight, so good, so fucking good, man. Um, then say hardcore bands like the, the likes of Murdoch oh. and who's the other one as I was thinking of the Baylor is it? Baylor yes Baylor and Worn Out as well absolutely and there's just there's just so many absolutely top class acts going around yeah. that they're getting they're getting the recognition but because it's so difficult for us to like I mean you know in Europe or in America, you can you can load into a van and you can go on a tour for two weeks. Yeah. But to do it here, to do it with us, we have to we have to go rent a van and we have to rent gear, and we have to, you know, it's just not it's not as easy. It's still doable, definitely still doable. And there are bands that are doing it, that are making it work for them, like um, like Denton Slug and Zelicult. Yeah. They're 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 putting the work in. They have to work harder than anybody else but they're doing it absolutely so like it's it's I, I don't want to sound discouraging saying that you know it's a bit harder for us but it is you just need to know what you're going into and you, you got to work harder and it will pay off yeah and if I think got, as, if you've got the work ethic and you've got the, the material it yeah. will pay off and as well as that because of the country we live in and how small it is you think you have to think outside the box as well, and that's how that's how those other bands are doing what they do because they've 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 they're thinking outside the box with their ideas and their plans and you know and it doesn't cut co- like you just have to do that if you want to get somewhere you have to do it you know. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. So, get, you, get yourself a bit noticed. Yeah. So um, yeah, very very successful weekend. Congratulations again. I'm 
over the moon for y'all. Um, so yeah, he's gonna be kind of taking a little break from this from gigging for a little while anyway. Yeah, for for a little while. We'll yeah. still we'll still be doing our best to produce. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Stay. We keep we try and keep a social media presence. Yeah. Keep a presence on there. And um, you never know. Something something might pop up between now and and next. I think the the next shows we have locked in are the Iron Mountain Festival. Oh, cool! Yeah, year. yeah, deadly. How did that go the last night? By the way. Sorry. How did last night's go in Galway? I actually wasn't there myself. I had a I had a prior engagement, but by all accounts, it went brilliantly. Brilliant. So that's on tonight yeah, in Dublin, yeah. That's on in du- Dublin tonight as well. So yes, yes, in Fibbers, in Fibbers, that should be a bloody gig, it's a good gig as well. Grace Dagger, another one. Oh, oh those lads. <laughs> They're one of my favourite bands at the moment. They really are. Oh, dude, I I had them down here in Galway through um through Damage Inc a few months back, and they are, you know, like most gigs you go to, you see the band, you enjoy the band, and then when the band finishes, you're like. Okay, next band, please. Yeah. I was just there going, no, no, one more, one more, play anything, just play, <laughs> play your whole set again, I don't care, it's brilliant. Yeah, they're, they're the band I want to play with the most at the moment, and of course we were meant to be playing that gig tonight, but Ross, my guitarist, uh, damaged his ligaments oh, yeah. in his wrists, so. And that doesn't help yeah. as well, because he plays, he's in Stranglewood as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so they're on the shelf for a bit as well, so, unfortunately. Yeah. But your look, it is what it's, it I is. Mean, it's, it's kind of the nature of it. You need to, you know, if you get an injury, you need to deal with it, yeah. or else it'll it'll haunt you worse down the line. And 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 we're we're real um because it's the original lineup back together. We're real. If one can't do the gig, we don't want to get stand-ins. We, like years ago, we would have got stand-ins and all that kind of stuff. But now we're like, if one can't do it, we're not we're not going to do it. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. the way we are now. You know, it's it's a bit more togetherness if you know what I mean. That's kind of that was kind of how we felt about about the the Bloodstock show. Like we would get because it was so big, we would have gotten a, a stand in if if were possible and if it were needed. But we really didn't want to. Yeah, it would, just wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been the same. Of it course, just yeah. been a, You know, it's, it's it would have been a drummer, but not, not our drummer. Your drummer, exactly. He's got a specific. He's got a specific way about him. Oh yeah. That. That just it kind of you know it all it all comes together to make to make the whole the yeah. the, the sum greater than its parts. Absolutely. Come here, listen to me. Um, we're gonna wrap it up in a minute if that's all right with you. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's fine. Um, you, so you have uh, an EP. What is it? A two track EP? Three track. Sorry, three track EP. And that's is that the Hound? Is it? It is the Hound. Did you record that with Gavin um, Symmetry Industries? Gavin Doyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Symmetry, Symmetry Industries up in Dublin there. Another shout um, out to Gav. Yeah, I love, we, we, love Gav. <laughs> we, did, we did two tracks with Gav and Red we had previously recorded with um, Aidan Cunningham. Right. A few a few years back. And we finally, we just wanted to get it get it out there. So we threw it onto this EP and, um, and, and set it free into the world. <laughs> savage, savage. It sounds yeah, this, this, yeah, It sounds fantastic. Sorry, I've cut in here. It sounds fantastic. Like. Oh yeah, no, Gav. Gav really knows his stuff. He's and he puts work in as well. He doesn't. 
he he really he enjoys what he does and he really wants to get the best that he can out of it. Yeah. He'd he'd like he'd probably be more be more of a stickler on the small details than I would. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's all good though anyway. Um Yeah, yeah, it it all worked out and hopefully we'll be we'll be doing some more work with him once we get um once we get all of our ducks in a row. Yeah. Because he's 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 very good. His and he does artwork as well. He did the artwork for the the EP too. Deadly, that's cool. That's yeah, really good. He did a damn damn good job on that too. He did. Listen, before we go, just because like tell people where you can get your stuff online. Well, we have we have a big cartel page. Um, you can find a link to it in our Facebook uh, page. We have we have the EP and we have a black logo T-shirt for sale on um on them you can also listen to the ep on spotify brilliant um if you want digital downloads you can go through amazon or google play music great so it's 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 all there it's all available in a few different spots unfortunately i'm trying to get it fixed at the moment but we all of our stuff on spotify is mixed in with a <laughs> um it's mixed in with a spanish band of the same name oh for god's sake i've been onto them for a while to try and get it fixed oh, fuck. but um they, they, it's 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 taken a while to get it sorted but it, it is all there none of it's thrown <laughs> the hound and red those Grand. three tracks they're they're ours the rest of them are not they're um, not real black shook fuck them no <laughs> no fakers <laughs> Dude, trying to trying to trying to ride their coattails. Fuckers, please don't do it. <laughs> Listen, man, it's been fucking fantastic having you on. Thanks, man. And it's maybe good, good chatting with you. Ah, finally. absolutely. Maybe um, in next year we we can we can have another one maybe with the whole band. Yes, yes, we might even do it face to face as well. That's you never know what might happen, and I would love that because, <laughs> as I said here, like as as grand as these phone things are, it's better. To talk face to face, but sure, look, we, we're doing our best here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do, you do what you can with what you have. That's it. Uh, listen, like you said yourself, it's about it's about content. Now you have it. Well, I'm hoping people enjoy the content. People seem to enjoy it, so all is good. <laughs> good, good. Listen, um, thank you very much. Um, I'm gonna sign off now, and um, uh, we'll put this up. It'll be up by the end of the evening, I'd say. Um. So thank. Yeah. So for now, we are now exiting Kingwell's Court, and thank you very much, Black Shook. Thank you. <laughs> right. Adios, amigos. Take care.